Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 10, titled, Only You. Well, definitely kept up the momentum (laughs) from yesterday's episode, to say the least. Uh, This is another big one. There is a lot uh, to pick apart here. So, this episode begins, and like, the first, like, third of it, is mostly grieving for various reasons. Like, Stan is real sad about Amador. Everyone at the FBI is real sad about Amador. Uh, Martha is even real sad about Amador, even though he was kind of a creep to her, but whatever. Everyone's real upset about it. Meanwhile, Stan's also dealing with The fact that he just blew this one dude's brains out while he had a burger in his mouth and it just sort of plopped right out of his face hole. And I can never get that image out of my mind because it's so disgusting! Uh, Nina's real upset that uh, that one dude, Vlad, got killed and doesn't know that Stan killed him, but... Yep, he did. (laughs) He, uh, He definitely killed him. 100%, 1,000% killed him. Stan made him deaded. And I especially love this one scene where Stan and Nina are talking in their little safe house and Nina just talks about this one dude's life. Uh, Turns out he didn't want to be working for the KGB in the first place. He was just doing that to please, like, his family And he was just getting up the courage to say that he was leaving the KGB and next year going to medical school. This dude wanted to be a doctor. He wanted no part in this war. And Stan just killed him in cold blood. Ugh. Just, this was all, this already made me feel dirty, but knowing that, Knowing that information about him, like, oh, it's heartbreaking. And you can see in Stan how this kind of shifts from a, heh, he's dead, to, oh, he's dead. Like, this is kind of the moment where it's just like, man, I already didn't like the fact that I took someone's life. Not making it any easier for me, Nina. Not making it any easier. I also like when Stan was, like, going through Amador's desk, uh, pulled out a cigar, pulled out a whoopee cushion. (laughs) Uh, And a lot of this episode revolves around the manhunt for who killed Chris Amador, which we know is Philip, but... Yeah, 
they don't know that. And they end up getting, like, right up to the edge, and then... Nope. So, uh, initially, this is just a hunt for Chris Amador's ring, which he always wore and wasn't on him when he was found dead. And turns out, like, as he was in the car, like, he just took his ring off, like, shoved it into the back of the trunk, and left it for the FBI when they eventually found that car. And this idiot found the ring and just decided to pawn it, because why not? And, oh my god, I I hate this junkyard dude. I, I hate this asshole. He is the worst. He is the worst person. Like, he's obstructing this investigation for no good reason. Uh, And I love when Stan just, like, punches him and, like, shoves him up against the car. Like, we kind of see Stan becoming more and more unhinged with his obsession with getting whoever killed Amador. And he's like, okay, 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 I I know, I, I, I can tell you... Uh, the guys who dropped this off, they were black guys. I think they were drug dealers, which... <sighs> love. Love that he saw black guys and the first thing he came up with was, was drug dealers. I mean, he's right. But... Doesn't make him any less racist. <laughs> like, he said, they're black guys. I think they were drug dealers. Like, that sounds not good. And as if this show, like, knew... You were thinking that. The next time we see him, he's looking through mug shots. And. And saying like, uh, I, 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 I can't tell you who's who. These guys all look the, don't even say it. <laughs> I love Stan for doing that. I love Stan for just interjecting into this and just saying, don't. Don't you say it. Don't you frickin' say it. (laughs) Right on the edge of blatant racism and then Stan being like, no, 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 don't want to hear that. Uh, And this ends up leading to discovering a mugshot of guy that got away. Uh, One of Gregory's men from... Uh, Gregory's introduction episode from that whole saga with the the wife of the dead director at S officer. Like, they chased him all the way back in episode three, and, and turns out he was part of the crew that Gregory had dumped the body and get rid of the car. So now we're going back to him. There's this whole... FBI raid happening. And I love the line Stan gives of like, you should have let me catch you the first time. Now I'm upset. <laughs> After, uh, or as he's getting carted away. Oh, and we get this great, great interrogation scene. Where Stan's saying like, look, if you knew what you were doing, shut up. But, If you didn't, which I don't think you did, if you didn't, speak up. Because, you know, we don't have a thing in common, but we're both Americans. 
your boss is working with the Russians. And you need to tell us how to find this dude. You need to tell us about this dude so we can catch him. So the FBI is now zeroing in on Gregory. And the result is this really heartbreaking goodbye uh, to this short-lived but very fascinating character who had a great arc surrounding him. Oh, before we get into this further, I totally forgot to mention the scene with uh, Stan and Philip in that motel room. Where Stan was like, eh, I, I, I was in these types of rooms a lot. Uh, you go wherever in the country and you're always in the same room. Uh, the same shitty motel room where uh, the bed sags and it's all bad. Uh, I really, really liked that scene. That was fantastic. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, but we get this arc where Philip and Elizabeth are kind of scrambling to figure out what to do with Gregory. Obviously, he can't stay where he is. Uh, what they want to do is take him to Moscow, but what Gregory is pushing for is to just go to L.A. because he's an idiot and doesn't understand the scope of this thing. And, of course, KGB people planted evidence in his apartment, so now the FBI is looking for Gregory and only Gregory. And he's like, wow, that's cold. And and doesn't react to it. Like, he's just like, yeah, that's a smart move. I get it. (laughs) Like, he's shockingly understanding of this frame job. Uh, But they spend the entire episode trying to get him to go to Moscow. Go to Moscow. Go to Moscow. We can protect you there. You're going to like it there. And Gregory's like, no, 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 no. I'll I'll go to L.A. Because, like, for whatever reason, like... He doesn't like America, but for whatever reason, like, he's just scared to leave it. Like, he doesn't want to be carted away to something he doesn't know. He doesn't want to be carted away to uh, a place he doesn't understand. Like, America is not ideal in his view, but at least he understands it. At least he'd be looking over over his shoulder in a place he understands. And this whole thing just keeps ratcheting up and up and up and up and up throughout the entire thing. uh, To the point where Philip almost is just like, screw this, you're dead now, I'm going to assassinate you. As Elizabeth's in the room by the way. And Philip's like, uh, wait outside, Elizabeth. Wait outside, Elizabeth. And then Gregory decides that instead of going to Moscow or going to LA or getting assassinated by Russia, he is going to do the honorable thing. The only thing that will truly get suspicion Off of Philip and Elizabeth. He's gonna go suicide by cop. He's gonna walk out. Into the street. Get cops on him. Start a freaking shootout. And get himself killed. 
And Philip and Elizabeth just sort of let him do it. And, and I love, like, as we're seeing this shootout, which, by the way, is brilliantly done. Like, it is handled in the most resonative, beautiful, poetic, heartbreaking way possible. But, like, I find it very interesting how they intercut this with shots of Philip and of Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth's kind of a mess. Like, she goes home and cries immediately. And Philip just goes to his motel room and is like, okay, whatever. Like, Elizabeth has this, like, huge human connection with Gregory. And Philip's just like, eh, there's just some guy. There's just some guy we had in our employ, and now he's gonna die. That's how it works. Uh, But Elizabeth had those years with him. Elizabeth had this whole affair with him. So it hits her harder. Uh, But then you see her watching this news report about it. And then she just turns it off. And goes to eat eat dinner with her kids. And just, like, kind of pushes it out of her mind. Gregory did not deserve this. Gregory did not deserve this. Damn you. Should have gone to L.A. (laughs) Should have let him go to L.A. Why? (laughs) By the way, uh, there was also that scene between Gregory and Claudia that was awesome. Uh, I... It was the one moment where he saw these two characters together, and for whatever reason, I adored it. Uh, For whatever reason, like, it just, it was amazing to watch these two great character actors play off of one another, and Claudia to lay all her cards out on the table while, like, because usually she's either pleasant old granny or mean old Claudia, but in this, she's kind of like both. She kind of, like, switches back and forth every two seconds. Uh, And it's fascinating to watch. It it really, really is. Uh, But Gregory's dead. R.I.P. Gregory. So we lost two characters. We lost two characters in as many episodes. Rip Amador. Rip Gregory. Also, it is fairly refreshing... Uh, that we are now getting further into serialized Americans. Like, stuff's kind of starting to meld together. And we're starting to get more of a feel of what the Americans is typically like. Week to week to week to week to week. It's not normally the whole episodic problem of the week deal. It's more of these ongoing... Episode after episode after episode, constantly evolving arcs. Uh, And we're sort of getting that, like, with these last two episodes. And we're going to keep getting that uh, throughout the rest of this season and into the other five. Uh, Only three more episodes left, by the way. Almost done with this season. Uh, If you like this, favorite podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button. 
on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, On Monday, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 11. Talk to you then.